Hello, and welcome to the Cozy Christmas Podcast, and I'm so glad that you decided to stop by. I want to introduce myself. My name is Art, and I am a Christmas fanatic. Okay, I feel like I'm confessing to something shameful, but you know and I know that it's not. Besides, if you're listening to this podcast right now in the middle of July, it's very likely you're a Christmas fanatic too. I want you to imagine with me the perfect Christmas. It's a cold December night, and the snow is falling outside. I'm sitting by the fireplace in my favorite chair, tucked in under my favorite blanket. I have a delicious cup of hot cocoa, and I'm about to read one of my favorite Christmas stories. My family is nestled all around with happy, contented smiles, and they are ready for me to read aloud. Now that sounds just about perfect. Now you know and I know that reality sometimes has a different story. For instance, I don't have a fireplace, so I have to make do with the YouTube video. And yes, my wife makes fun of me for that. My favorite blanket, well, that's been missing since the kids built a fort with it six years ago. And as for the drinks, cocoa, eggnog, well, can you say lactose intolerant? And did I mention last Christmas it was like 60 degrees, so there wasn't a flake of snow in sight. But after a busy day, I do enjoy settling down to read A Christmas Carol. But then, you guessed it, I fall asleep in my chair. Well, and that's assuming that I even have time to relax, because there's usually so many things going on in December that it's no wonder people find Christmas to be the most stressful time of year. So my hope is that this podcast will give you a chance, or an excuse, to hit pause on the busyness of Christmas and relax by the Christmas tree with your favorite drink. Or at the very least, you can listen to it as you fight off people on their way to get the last-minute Black Friday deals or last-minute Christmas Eve deals. In a minute here, I'm going to introduce my daughter, Grace. She's going to be occasionally podcasting with me. She really likes to do this kind of thing. And let's be honest, I think she's better at it than I am. Stay tuned and we'll ask some Christmas questions. Hello again. I'm here with my sometime co-host, Gracie. She's also my daughter, so everyone has to be nice to her or she'll gouge your eyes out. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Gracie, I want you to tell us three interesting things about yourself. Hi, my name is Grace. I'm 11 years old and I like teddy bears. I really like teddy bears and bears in general. I really like to write and I really like to swim. You like to write. What kind of stories do you like to write? One of the things I've been doing is my cousin and I, she also likes to write. She's very good at it as well. We've been writing books together, just editing them together. And so it's pretty fun. We're going to ask ourselves some of the hard-hitting Christmas questions that everybody wants to know. Like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, that's always hard to answer. Yeah, it is. I have so many favorites, but I really like The Grinch, um, and I really like the new one they made, like, about a year ago. I really like that movie. I think it's pretty funny and kind of sweet. Oh, yeah, that's the the new one. Uh, Yeah. I enjoyed that one quite a lot. I like the uh, older one with Jim Carrey in it. I constantly quote that movie all year round. I'm not even exaggerating. Yep. Um, I, I also like the Santa Claus. 
had always wished that Santa would, would have some sort of fatal heart attack on my roof so I could put on his suit and become the new Santa. Uh, but that gets a little dark and disturbing, so maybe we won't go there today. <laughs> what about Elf? I like Elf. Do you like? Oh, yeah. That one's really funny, especially as I just, like, at the beginning, I watched kind of as he got older and older, and he wished he'd be an elf, but he wasn't. And just the part where he would be sitting on his grandpa's lap or his dad. Yeah, his dad. Yeah. His dad's lap and just be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then by the end, he's like breaking his dad's legs as he's sitting on his lap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good part. Okay, so the next big question, Christmas music. Do you like, what? what's your favorite one? Well, me and my mom, we both really like All I Want for Christmas is You. We always like jam to that song and we're always singing along. It's really fun to watch her sing it. It's just really funny. Yeah, she's not kidding. They will dance around the kitchen singing into spoons. I mean, the whole nine yards. It's it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I come in like an old man and I'm like, turn down that music. And we're like, no. <laughs> exactly. When's a good time of year to start playing Christmas music? I think it'd be okay to start playing Christmas music once Thanksgiving is over. Because that's kind of like when you get into the Christmas holiday, kind of. That's like the mm. next holiday. What about what about July? I'm, no. I'm, no? Oh. Well, don't listen to my earphones then. Well, I guess maybe <laughs> a little bit. Okay, but... maybe one one or two here and there. Yeah. Okay, okay. If you really well, like we'll, Christmas. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, argue that point later. Okay. But I, I really think like when you should start listening to it, like a lot is mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving. All right. Interesting. Third question here. What is your favorite Christmas memory? Or do you have one yet? I do. This is one of my favorite Christmas memories. It was in 2016. I opened a present to see... A big fluffy bear I had been wanting for a long time. I remember just reaching in that box, grabbing him and hugging him the second I saw him. Um, I think I was seven at the time, so it was about four years ago, and I just really like that memory. Yeah, and that's started a tradition now, um, <laughs> almost getting out of control, where the tradition is I get her one teddy bear every Christmas, and then also, anytime we're at the store and she sees a cute one and she frowns at me, uh, then I get her teddy bear then too. So he's easy to. Yeah, I, I can be manipulated. My mom is the whole other, a whole other story. She's like, no. Yeah, she's tough. She won't even let me put Christmas lights up in July. Can you can you believe that? That's that's. Rough. I kind of can. All right. She says something like, "We don't want to be the only house in town with Christmas lights up." And, you know, I might disagree on that, but okay, it's still up for debate. After that tradition started, I got a bear. He had a Santa hat and a scarf and a little legs, and he was pretty cute. I decided to name him Buddy because I thought he looked like a little elf. He's a polar bear, and his scarf and hat are plaid, and we, like... Pretend he loves Christmas all year round, and he's like, is it Christmas yet? Is it Christmas yet? And it's really funny. He's really adorable. Yeah, I, I think last year, I the three months before Christmas, when I would tuck her in at night, uh, I would have Buddy ask every night, is it Christmas yet? Is it Christmas yet? <laughs> and it kind of got annoying, apparently. I don't know. It, it was fun, though. 
or he'd bounce on me and sing jingle bells or something. And then I'm pretty sure it was the next year or maybe a couple years later, I got another teddy bear named Twinkle. I named him Twinkle because he kind of has a little twinkly touch to his eye. He just came with regular red hat and scarf, but he's really cute. Uh, he's more of a calm Christmas bear. Like, he doesn't get up and jump on me all night like Buddy does. <laughs> but he's really adorable, and he's actually not a polar bear. He's just a regular brown bear. So, yeah, that's what Twinkle's like. He's well, just pretty calm. And, and then- so, yeah. Uh, I think Buddy is my favorite, but there is one that we all love, and his name is Marshmallow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I named him Marshmallow because he's the shape of a marshmallow, and he looks like a marshmallow, and he's very squishy <laughs> Yes, he, he is big and squishable and huggable, and he loves everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, Marshmallow's right here. How about that? Hello, Marshmallow. Uh, well, there's only enough room in this podcast for the two of us. Out you go. <laughs> okay, I've got a favorite Christmas memory I'll share. It was when I was maybe eight or ten, somewhere in that age group, so a long time ago. In my stocking, my grandma and grandpa had gotten me a couple of art books, like how you know how to draw. You know, they were pretty popular back in the eighties. Uh, so it's like, you know, how to draw 50 animals, that kind of a drawing book. What I love about that is I started drawing them out of the books and it taught me how to draw. And I, not that I became world famously good, but I, I, it was something that I could draw. As my dad's put it, it, I drew a dolphin and it looked like a dolphin, <laughs> uh, which was great. And anyway, what that did is it inspired in me a life long hobby that I still love to draw and to create things today. And I think that's what makes one of the best presents is something that inspires a lifelong pursuit of of a hobby or an interest or something. That so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, he likes to uh draw bears in his sketchbook sometimes. It's well, really fun. Of course. Well if your daughter likes to, likes bears, you gotta learn how to draw teddy bears. It's it's like a rule of fatherhood. And then another one I can remember, and we've got a picture of this, is when my brother and sister and I, we were all at grandma's house for Christmas, and we were all wearing matching red footy pajamas and sitting by her fireplace with the stockings behind us. I remember a lot of the family gathered together for that Christmas. Uh, their tree in the in the living room was just completely surrounded by presents. It, it filled up almost a whole room. It was amazing. I mean, we had six or eight adults there, plus about that many kids, and it was it was pretty fun. So I'm uh, sure, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite Christmas memories every single year that happens is going downstairs, seeing all the stockings full, all of the presents under the tree, and just the way it shines. I don't know. I just really like. I think everything's so beautiful, Mm. and so everything decorated and stuff. You know. We're looking at Christmas coming up here in December 2020, and some people think that we might uh, have to do things differently for Christmas because of the COVID-19 spread. If, if that's true, what are you looking forward to for this Christmas, even if we have to do things differently? I'm really looking forward to just kind of what I do every year, because we don't do too much for Christmas. We usually just stay home. We don't go to like a million parties or anything like that. We usually just hang out at home 
and watch Christmas movies, have hot cocoa, eggnog, mm. etc. I don't know if it's going to be too much different from what we usually do. So mm. I think it'll be just pretty normal for us. And I'm really looking forward to putting the tree back up. <laughs> yeah, me too. And maybe this year it'll snow. That would be nice. I think last year, last couple of years, it's been pretty warm for Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. This, this last year, or in 2019 for Christmas, it was like in the 50s or 60s or something on Christmas. Like, I want snow. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We need snow or we're not having Christmas. Well, that's probably not true. But. Oh, yeah, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get crazy now. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for us for today. Thank you uh, to our Christmas correspondent, Gracie. <laughs> she, you can't see her right now, but she's waving. Okay. <laughs> uh, we will talk to you in the next episode. Say goodbye, Gracie. Bye, Gracie. My favorite Christmas book, my favorite Christmas story, whatever you want to call it, it is a Christmas carol, and it kind of has to be, wouldn't it? I, I have multiple copies. Uh, the last several years, we've been able to go to Omaha and see uh, the incredible Gerald Dickens perform a one-man version of the book. He is a great-great-great-grandson. I'm not sure how many greats there, but anyway, he's, he's a great-great-grandson of uh, Charles Dickens. And if you ever get a chance to see him perform, you absolutely must do it. He, he's just so, so good at bringing the book and the story that I know so well to life in a very fresh way. Now, as you probably have guessed, Charles Dickens is my favorite author, and there are so many reasons why I love this story. It, it makes me laugh. It makes me cry. It challenges everyone to do good and to help those in need. It helps us to remember what Christmas is about. And it, it is a story of redemption, and I love a good redemption story. And I have plans to talk more about this book and, and what, it, what it means to me in later episodes. I'm so excited to be doing this, and I can't wait for you all to stop by the Christmas cabin here and enjoy the most coziest time of the year with me. Until the next episode, there are ways we can start getting in touch. I'm on the following social medias, and hopefully I'll be on iTunes and all that stuff soon, just as soon as I can figure out how all this stuff works. I'm on Instagram at Cozy Christmas Podcast. I'm uh, on Twitter at Cozy Xmas Pod. I am also on Gmail at Cozy Christmas Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I will be having a YouTube channel soon, and you can find the episodes at CozyChristmasPod.com. So finally, I need to give some huge, huge thank yous to a few folks. As many have before me, I do want to thank Brian Earl of the Christmas Past Podcast. He has helped me and others get new Christmas content in your ears, and I'm thankful for the help he gave. In fact, the name of my podcast was inspired by one of his episodes where he talked about his Christmas podcast wish list. He, he mentioned a, a name, I think it was called Christmas Cozies or something, and, and uh, I thought, ooh, I like that. I got to run with that. And that's kind of played around with that, and this is what I came up with. So, Brian, thank you so much for just being that encouraging presence uh, to all of us. There have been many other podcasts I've really enjoyed and the community that has sprung up around them has just inspired me to want to give back to that in some way. So podcasts like Tista Podcast, Tinsel Tunes, Sleigh Bells and Mistletoe, the epically hilarious and awesome Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. 
and so many others. But I need to give a very special mention and, and a very special thank you to Todd Killian from Christmas Clatter Podcast. He has personally been just so helpful and willing to give advice. He sent me some videos to watch so I can figure out how to run this crazy recording thing. Todd, I love your podcast. It has especially inspired me to have the courage to make my own. Finally, I need to thank my oldest son for writing the show's theme music. I am definitely going to take advantage of his musical talent as much as he will let me. If you don't know him, which you probably don't, he is an awesome musician and I can't wait to see what he does after high school. Got one more year left and then I'm going to cry like a baby. That's all for now and I can't wait to get our first full episode out soon. In the next episode, I will be reading a wonderful little Christmas story I found. It's one I've never heard of before and I think you'll enjoy it. Goodbye for now and remember that no matter how difficult life has been this year, there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. Take care and have a very Merry Christmas.